Welcome to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. Here's your host, Steve Teixeira. Thanks, Andy. Welcome to another 17 Strong podcast. I'm your host, Steve Teixeira, along with my beautiful wife, Holly. Hi, babe. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. So we are continuing the football saga from Aurora Grandy High School. Yes. I'm going to give you the honors because you're the one that seems to have all the dirt on these guys. Or, I or the, know. The Why is to pick. that? I don't know. Yeah, that is so cool. Well, just please welcome um, Trevor Coville and we have Garth Porterfield with us. So thank you for being here. Oh, yeah. yeah thank, thank you, guys. guys. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited to hear some more Ryan stories. And um, I guess kind of the bottom line that Steve and I have been talking about is rules didn't apply to Ryan. I don't know why. I don't understand it. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. So we just um, are thankful that you guys are here. But I want to start, I think, with just um, just tell us a little bit about you, um, maybe what you do, how um, you're if you're married and your kids. So I'll start with you, Trevor. Um, I'm Trevor Coville. I uh, I teach at Aurora Grande High School. I also coach. I coach Ryan in football. Um, I've coached there since 1998, and I've taught there since. Oh, one. And I also have Ryan in uh, my algebra one class and your other son, uh, yes. Aaron, of course. Um, I am married uh, to my beautiful wife, Stephanie, and we have three little boys. Uh, Trey's eight and our twins are six. That's Cal and Declan. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So you started at Aurora Grande High School right out of Cal Poly? So I was still at Cal Poly. Um, I walked on to play <laughs> football there in 96. And then they hired a new coach in 97 um, and I got, I got cut. He said, we don't want any more receivers. We have enough of you guys that can't run or catch. <laughs> so I said, I, you know, what am I going to do now? You know, and I, I wanted to continue, you know, being involved in football somehow. So um, an old coach of mine and then actually my dad said, you should go over to Arroyo Grande High School. They just won the CIF title in 97. Um, you know, go talk to a coach and, and see if they, you know, you could help them out. And, um, yeah, they said my dad actually knew the head coach at the time, John Huss, mm. they played pop Warner football together in 1959. Oh down, my gosh. Down in Reseda. They were on the same team. And, uh, yeah, so we talked and they picked me up and they haven't gotten That's wow. crazy. So yeah. you're originally from Southern California then? Yes. I grew up in Newbury park. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very um, familiar with that. Newbury okay. park had a great baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they won, they won CIF one year, but, yeah. um, did yeah. you meet your wife at Cal Poly? No, not really. Um, okay. She okay. is eight years younger than me. Oh. Yeah. So eight years. So we're I've, not even in school the same time, I'm sure. No, not even close. Not even close. Okay. All right. We won't get into that story, I guess. That's another we, day. She's an AG kid and I've, you know, I've lived here now and kind of, okay. you know, acclimated a little bit and we had some common friends and gotcha. Um, awesome. most of those common friends didn't want me to talk to her at all. <laughs> eventually she... Yeah. I, I was annoying enough and she gave me a shot. And, awesome. Yeah, I love are. it. I love Very it. Boy. That's awesome. Right. Okay, Garth, tell us about you. Uh, let's see. Actually born in Southern California, but our family moved up here in 1984. Mm. Um, I went to Shell Beach, Judkins, and then yes. AG. And oh, you're rooted. You I'm, are rooted. I'm, yeah, I guess I'm as, I'm as local as it can be yeah, at that point. There sure. was like, I think there's a picture that my mom has of us. I was fishing with my dad and it's, she took it from the ocean towards Pismo Heights. Oh yeah. And there was like six no. houses okay. on the Heights. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> it was super cool. The That's old pier. Cool. Yeah. Um, That's really cool. Married to uh, my wife, Melissa, um, Melissa, who's my 
absolute rock. Yeah. And then we have three kids, um, two are in the military, uh, one retired from the Air Force, um, one is a Ranger sniper um, in Georgia, and then we have our daughter, Savannah, who's 19 and uh, living her best life in Hawaii right Whoa. now, going to school. So wow. exciting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. exciting. I love that. That's great. It's great to hear, like, how everything falls together. Oh, I love yeah. that. I love and that. then you are strength and conditioning. What, how did you fit in at Aurora Grandy High School? Because you yeah. weren't a teacher. No, nope. I wasn't. So um, I played football at AG. Um, coach Huss was our head coach. Uh, coach Mack was special teams and defense. Uh, coach Flowers was my defensive back coach. And Goosen was our defensive coordinator. And I'd always kept a relationship um, with Flowers and, and, and Goosen. Um, and when my financial firm had gotten to the point where I was comfortable to give back, I always say that this community gave me everything it had. Mm -hmm. So there was a point where I needed to give back to that community. And one of the things that I wanted to do was just maybe get into high school and, uh, and maybe help kids that came from the same background as me, um, to be able to excel and exceed. And, um, I went in and saw Goosen and he said, Hey, you know what? Uh, we'd love to have you on board. Uh, awesome. we're revamping our freshman staff. We want to start, you know, kind of running the same things that we are at the varsity level. Um, Steven field, who's a local hero here and right. myself and Corey Maine. He's like, we're going to put this group together and you guys are going to get a freshman football team and just happen to be Ryan's freshman <laughs> football team. Okay. So we've talked a little bit in the past about Ryan's freshman football team which is a lot to be said about that the, the worst football team <laughs> in, ever in ever. history we had one win if one i remember win, correctly and it was brutal yes it yeah. was brutal it was yeah. against st joe's and uh oh, joe's, yeah. yeah we teased because hartman was the head coach at st joe's at the time oh and steven and i and it was uh tom bossart yeah uh, that's right Corey Main, Steven, and myself. And we wanted to kind of get ourselves accustomed to how varsity football did things. So Steven and I would, I think on Sundays, we'd borrow the room after you guys were done. Mm -hmm. And Steven and I would go through, we'd, we'd ask film. I think we were the only freshman staff asking for film mm -hmm. on the other teams. And so we are over. We have not won it. We are terrible. <laughs> we're getting smashed everywhere yeah and we get st joe's so i asked tom i said hey can you know reach out to hartman and get us the film hartman sends us a loop of the rigetti kickoff oh my like gosh. seven times it's still to this day we say he did it on purpose oh, he claims sure. he does it yeah but it was just a loop and steven and i are like man this guy you know what because their <laughs> team don't... was over two so i we were for sure conspiracy he didn't want us to see anything because he didn't want to lose to us and and really the worst team <laughs> yeah um so yeah oh, that's the awesome. that was our one win was versus st joe's and it was on cole ramey right before the half and we were 50 oh, banged one. one yards out and steven looks at me and i'm like Dude, we have nothing to lose so I called special teams over and I'm like, Cole, here's what block out everything. I want you just to boot that ball. Like you've never booted yeah. it before. And he did. He hit a 51 yeah. yarder. Yeah. We won three nothing. It was it terrible. Was <laughs> three nothing. I knew it was terrible. Oh, it was the worst game. Yeah. We're like, woo. That yeah. kid could kick. That yeah. kid could kick. 
He was yeah. a great. Yeah. Yeah. That I, was lost, a, I lost track of him. I don't know where Cole. I do not up, know but, where he's uh, at. He yeah. Last get. I saw him, he was working at Ember. Oh, oh so he's still. Oh, yeah, he is. I, I think so. Yeah, I oh. think so, too. Oh. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. OK, so I know how Garth met Ryan for the first time. How did you meet Ryan for the first time, Trevor? I met Ryan the first time in the same season when they came up for playoffs. So after our final game um, of the year, I think we beat slow at home. It was raining. The next day, you find on Sunday, you find out who you're playing for the playoffs. Yes. And the day before that, we kind of get together. We clean the office. And then we talk about who we're going to bring up. And normally, you bring up JV kids. You know, it's, hey, these 15 to 20 kids or whatever are, you know, kind of ready. They can come up and they can help on scout teams and stuff like that. As we And we knew we were going to have a good run that year um, into the playoffs. So you also can bring up some freshmen, which isn't that common. Um, they had the white jerseys, practice jerseys. So they kind of, you know, if you knew it was a freshman, if they were up, cause they kind of stood out um, that way. And we had these two, we had number 21 and we had 17 that came up and they played middle backer and um, it was Jordan and Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, you bring up some kids, you already have 60 guys on the team. You bring up another 30. I mean, it's, it's herding cats a little bit the, for oh, the yeah. first couple of practices. <laughs> And um, so during offensive time, because I was a defensive coordinator that year, um, I had to do a scout team for the offense. So, you know, I had to get all these guys over here and the two white shirts. Hey, yeah, we want to be inside linebackers. You guys weigh a buck 20, you know. But, um, yeah, we threw them in there and I was like, these guys, they kind of rock and roll a little bit. And, uh, yeah, 17 is just kind of going in there and maybe a little bit too, like, too hard for scout team. Your kind of your job is just to kind of align you know, kind of move around a little bit, but he's, you know, he's going around lighting people up and I'm just like, okay. And Goosen's like, you know, maybe those guys can kind of, you know, chill out a little bit. I was like, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Like this, <laughs> this one guy is just kind of, he's a little bit different coach. And he's like, okay, just he's a little bit different talking yeah. about. Yeah. No. So he said, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Talking about Ryan, you know, course. Ryan, like you said earlier, we were, I think we were talking earlier. Um, you know, he didn't, there were no rules. Like he just kind of, he just yeah. felt things and he just kind of went and did it. Yeah. So, he, hey, you're a linebacker, go get the ball. Right, and, right, right. Okay, so let's just uh, go over that particular. We did it in a previous podcast, but just to set the scene a little bit, we're talking about like Seth Jacobs and and um, Garrett Owens right. and Garrett Weinrich. 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 And oh Vanderveen. Okay. Ryan had stories about oh. how Weinrich oh, yeah, would yeah. just pick him up pick and him walk up him back. And like you're literally and throw him to the side. Yeah. And he's like, this guy's like 250 some pounds. And here I am. Higher oh, yeah. Than yeah, higher than that. And then there's Ryan, a freshman, what 14? And and Garrett's like 18 at the time. You know, so clearly it was just not, it was super interesting. But Ryan was happy to be on the scout team to learn a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And to get to know those guys and just the camaraderie of that team yeah. was special. And that was a special I, team. It period. was a very yeah. special team. And I really think that they learned a lot. Those two kids learned a lot yeah. from being able to be a, a little bit of a part of it. But I do remember him coming home going, I got a Jersey and I'm like, Whoa. And he's like, yeah, but that's a big deal. Like yep. I'm a freshman and I got a Jersey and I get to stand on the sideline, but I, it was the only time Ryan got to stand on the sideline because he wasn't just that type of a kid. He loved to play and to be able to get in there and play. But, um, I mean, his character is, um, to get in there. And so he hated, it was like a caged lion to be on the sidelines, you know? So he, it was determination to be able to be a starter and to do, you know, what he had to do to, to get there. But, you know, 
even I think back and Ryan didn't even play football for a long period of time. You know, I mean, Aaron is the one that had played since he could, which is eight, whatever age that is. Yeah. Seven, eight years old. And, and he talked, tried for years to talk Ryan into playing. And I don't think he even did it until junior high. So he was still just learning the game, you know? And then, um, y'all gave him a lot of freedom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think too, like what Trevor was saying though, when, because Steven and I came up with those freshmen to the varsity that year. And that was one of the questions. Ryan was a baseball player. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so we, we knew going into it. And that was one of the questions that, you know, Tom was really good about those things. Like, Hey, we're going to bring them up. Here's what we're going to use them for. We'll give them some leeway. They're freshmen, they're kids. You know, this kid's a baseball player. He's not going to see the field in any games, but he's really helping the team. Like there were a lot of conversations that went in there. And so I think for Ryan too, to Steven come up and be on the sidelines, realizing that like, I'm not ever going to see the field this year, but to be able to get that feel of what it was going to be. Sure. And then in him, not even knowing, I don't think nobody, nobody had said anything at that point, but we, we knew Ryan and Jordan were coming up with us. Right. So it wasn't a, you know, an issue of that, but it was just to kind of, see where their heart was and oh, totally. and where they were. Yeah. And I have a funny story that I heard okay. last night oh, good. with Weinrich and Tex. Oh, so he actually, oh, I can, real do, quick. You, do you keep in contact with that guy? No. It, uh, Weinrich. No, I don't. I, Be, I talked to Brent. Before you gotcha. tell the story, okay. Weinrich, like he, he was grumpy. Like he was, yes. he was kind of an old soul. Oh yeah. To, so to have like these little freshmen kind of running around, like playing a little bit too hard. Like he, he you know, he's, he had no tolerance. He paid his dues. Like he, 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 he knew what he was the, doing. Yeah, you know, he's he was like, like get away. Can I just show up on Friday and just kick butt and, and we'll win yeah. the game? You know, but he's, you know, he's practicing hard and, you know, Ryan's going way harder. And so, yeah, go ahead. Like, he was <laughs> grumpy. He was like, he's don't grumpy. do this. Stop so I guess he it. told him that. He ba- he basically like whispered to him, like, go 50%, kid. Slow it down. Like, go 50%. And Ryan just didn't know how. And so where we were in practice, at that point we were practicing on in front of the tennis courts. And oh, yeah. we were back. And all of a sudden, I just remember, I, I see something, text pays zero attention to what he said. And he literally drove him 60 yards, just got in his jersey and just kind of wiped him all over the field to our feet. And we just, and I, I remember he, he got up off of him and, and I'm like, do you feel good about yourself? And he just looked at me and then went, you know, went back to the huddle. But yeah, Ryan was told like. Hey, 50%, kid, 50%. 50%. Yep, but Ryan didn't do it. No, No. like I I think he came home and said, I don't like that kid. And and mind you, Ryan does not like anybody. And um, I've heard that story. I forgot it until just now. And he's like, who says that? Who (laughs) says that? Who only goes 50%? That's not who I am. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Well, um, he's a bit bigger than you. So (laughs) let's not get into a fight about it. Like thinking to myself, like, okay, well, I'm thinking he's smarter than that. You know what I mean? But, um, anyway, yeah, I just thought that's funny because that name does not get brought up a lot in, um, Weinrich. I don't know why, because, um, there was some, some stories about that. Like, and when he would pick Ryan up all the way off the ground, like feet and all and throw him and he's all, does he think he's cool? Cause he's really not cool. That's not saying much. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you're right. It doesn't say much because you're only 150 pounds. (laughs) If that, (laughs) if that, that, when he was a freshman. Yeah, exactly. With the long hair, like, you know, Justin Bieber or something. (laughs) Yep. Yep, exactly. Okay. So, um, you had Ryan in class. I did. Okay. What, do you remember what year that was? 
he was he a sophomore or freshman? I want to no. say no, he wasn't a freshman yet. So um, I taught uh, algebra one, and at the time it was a half year class, so it was A, B, C, and D, or sorry, a two year class. Um, and basically, anybody that was struggling in algebra one as sophomores, I got them. And then I also had some special ed kids and, you know, like good kids that counselors knew that they could kind of trust in my class. They would be sent my way as well. So I think Ryan probably, I don't know what happened as a freshman in Algebra 1, but he ended up with me, I want to say, either as a sophomore. I think it was a sophomore. It was and a sophomore. I want to say the beginning of his junior year maybe as well, or maybe only as a sophomore. But Well, he's dyslexic, so he thought yeah. that if I can get math out of the way sooner than later, I don't think he had math as senior or freshman or junior year junior or senior year. well he i mean to go to college he had to get through i remember he's yeah. saying i'm gonna go to college i said that's rad taxi you know yeah. you're a good baseball player you know you could go to to Cuesta or hancock and you'll be able to transfer somewhere after that because of the whole math thing that trips up a lot of kids they yep. have to get through a certain amount of classes and he's barely getting through algebra one he's right. not going to be able to do that four-year thing and he said no you don't understand i'm gonna i gotta get through this class and then after yours i gotta get through a, a couple others yeah, I was just like, that, that's good. Let's worry about this one right now. And then we'll, you can worry about all that stuff. <laughs> that's so I'll good. get you through this, buddy. Yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, I the kids I taught, they don't they don't go to college. They don't go to a four-year college. They go to JC. And then, you know, a few of them come back later and like, hey, I graduated from wherever. I'm like, wow, that's that's, that's amazing. Ryan was probably the first kid that actually went to a four-year university that I had. And at that time, I'd been doing it for like 12 to 13 years. Wow. But um, Determination. He, that, that's the way he he lived. sat right in the front, just the same spot that Aaron sat in, and we would just grind it out. And um, algebra is not for everybody. It's, no. it, it's not it's, for me. It, <laughs> it shouldn't be for anyone. I mean, yeah. unless yeah. you, I know there's a progression, and people that love math and know how it applies in real life are going to yell at me. But um, it algebra is hard. It's a totally different language. Um, I love the problem solving part of it and all that, but I'm I'm a different dude. But um, yeah, he would come in and he would sit down. Everything was ready before class and he was there just like a practice. You know, if he, he was probably pretty serious about baseball practice, you'd be prepared. Oh, sure. Same thing for algebra. He, he knew it was hard for him. And then he came in and he was he was ready to go and he gave it, you know, his text effort. No 50 percent. Yeah, no 50 <laughs> percent. And he, he was. Yeah, that was, is crazy because, yep. yeah, he always was a hot mess. I mean, hot mess because I had taken. um sign language with him because we didn't want him to do um, Spanish because I'm like, you don't even know how to speak English. So Spanish oh, really? would be a whole different yeah, his own language. Texican. Yeah. We call it Texican. I exactly. So you hear me, I get yeah. it. So I'm like, I'm going to take sign language with you and we're going to try to get through this. And we went right after practice. So I had to have food ready for him. We went right after practice and he was a hot mess a hot mess no paper no pencil no landon saputo was in that class and thank god she was adorable because she kind of took care of him she's like here's your pencil here's a paper and i'm like oh my gosh because the first day him and i got in trouble from the teacher because we were talking and then he literally pokes me in the back and he's like good job good job holly <laughs> so all those kids that were in our class in sign language told everybody that Ryan and his mom got in trouble for talking. <laughs> now y'all know where he gets it from. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, um, I just know like seeing him in a class environment, he was a hot mess. So I'm glad to hear that he was he, prepared. 
you know what I it, it's algebra one you know yeah. we're, we're factoring hey everyone we're gonna factor trinomials today and I was like oh this is awful you know so I come I, up I with I need to google that I'm sorry it, it's so I, I don't call it that you know you'd say that and you're just like right, five people are just gonna leave you right. know, and everyone else is gonna turn their backs on you so I, I call it making cheeks we would okay. make cheeks so you would your approach would you do little parentheses and you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we go through the whole process I mean I, I think that kind of for Ryan, I think it helped him a little bit. There was there was a, a step, sure. you know, there were steps to everything that we were doing um, and he kind of took to it. And I mean, he would like sometimes I'll call kids up. Hey, do you want to do problem number you know seven? And yeah, he's up there. Yeah. And he's up there. Oh, you got to make your cheeks and everything. And I mean, oh, th- he was a leader of the class, you know, in, in typical Ryan sense. You know, it's a weird subject, but he's, you know, he's helping other kids do it. You know, he's excited for them, which is. It was pretty cool. That's right. Okay, so is there, I'm going to go out on a limb right now, uh, Paga theorem or something like that? Pythagorean theorem. Oh, my we gosh. We did that. Okay, so he came home from school after he, he goes, oh, my gosh, Mr. Coville is hilarious. He said, don't ever say this word outside of the math class because then you're just a flat-out nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we did, yeah. No, there was... <laughs> I just remembered that right now off the cuff. We had algebra one at the end, at least back when I used to teach it. I'm, I'm not in it anymore, but yeah. Thank God, because I think I might have got you fired right now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No, it's just it's just A formula after formula at the end, you know, and it's, you know, finding the discriminant and you're using the quadratic formula. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All these crazy words. And he's like, just don't ever say that outside of this room because, yeah, you'll be the biggest nerd. Yep. <laughs> I go, well, thanks for even remembering it. You know what I mean? I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you remembered it. Um, Okay, so you remember Ryan as what now? Let's say it. Uh, The candy stripe jackasses. (laughs) (laughs) And he wasn't afraid to tell them. I've I've got, so our freshman year, we get these two kids. And it was jackass one and jackass two. (laughs) And they switched. Back and forth. Back and forth. Who was one or two? And shall we clear it up and say it was Jordan and Ryan? Absolutely. Ryan. Jordan, Jordan and Ryan. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And yeah. like, it was funny because I think you and I, when we uh, did the interview where Jacob filmed it yes. uh, for the 17 strong workout that we had put together at the old gym. That's correct. To raise money. Um, it came up, you had said something to me and it stuck with me forever. You you said, man, I, I never realized how close you and Ryan were. And it was funny because like I would text them say, Hey, jackasses, did you get your homework done? You know? And I, I'm a little different. Like I, I, I think why the kids related to me, I, I wasn't a teacher, Sure. you know, right. I was sure. a businessman that wanted to help out and, and do things. And I was really open and honest with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't hide who I was when I was yeah. young. I didn't, you know, I knew exactly what they were doing. And so I think that there was this mutual respect. So I would, you know, I'd text Ryan and and Jordan say, hey, jackasses, did you do your homework? Because that was our big thing with them as freshmen. I I have this picture still. The two of them send me a picture. They both are, it it was kind of like the stepbrothers picture, except they don't have shirts on. They're behind (laughs) the computer. They both have the same Justin Bieber haircut and they're wearing sunglasses. And they just put, yep, doing homework, coach. And I'm like, man, what, guys are why such, do you send me this stuff? I know, right? You know? It's just ammo. And then, <laughs> yeah. Ammo in my pocket. Oh. Yeah. And then Ryan does, like, I think it was his senior year. He got called for a face mask at Paso. Oh. And his, or no, his junior year is when he had the cast. Oh, And yeah, it is my, on my phone still for his phone number. It's his contact photo. But he sends me this picture 
And he says, do you really think this was a face mask? And honestly, his cast is inside the guy's mask backwards, pushing his helmet off. And I'm like, dude, again, why do you send me this stuff? You know? It's, he just wanted to make sure. Oh, Are his, you seeing this what's ending? What's his point? Like, like, it's still a penalty. Yeah, I'm like, oh, no, it wasn't face mask, buddy. I don't know what sure. they called. I don't know why. It was oh, even worse. Yeah. I mean, he might have been ejected had I they know, seen that. right? Exactly. That but, is oh, comedy right there. God. Okay, so let's go back to the freshman um, The freshman team the okay. candy stripers yes okay so we because i was a part of that yes I, the only reason i i was a part of it because i have like the kid version which you're the coach in the at the time right and so they're like mom it's october it's breast cancer awareness we need um we're gonna do like the pink tape and i'm like oh okay gotcha and then he comes home because supposedly coaches told them, well, everybody has to have pink tape. And I'm like, oh gosh, okay. So I go to the store, <laughs> like a good mom I am, I go to the store and I buy like 25 rolls of pink tape because I'm on the ball. Because right. I think this is what they want. So of course you could take it from here. Okay, so <laughs> we're terrible. We've said it, right? We haven't won a game. Nope. We're playing, this is the only game we won at St. Joe's and it's breast cancer awareness. Now, the other thing too is, we knew, and Steven will say the same thing, Corey the same thing. We had two leaders on that team. And it was really, as freshmen, for them, it was, we had to mold them. We knew who they were. It was Jordan and Ryan. So whatever they would do, the team would follow. Sure. So, hey, coach, can we wear pink? So Steven and I, you know, we kind of looked to varsity. We asked Trevor, asked Tom, like, hey, you know, what are you guys doing? Well, we're letting the kids wear pink socks or... We're letting them wear a pink armband, but it's got to be minimal, you know. Okay, well, we're going to follow suit. That's what we're sure. trying to prime them for. <laughs> so we get off the bus. And there's 25 tapes of there's, pink. Well, like, they don't, no, no, we don't see any of this yet. No. Okay, okay, okay. So we're out on the field. We're walking around. We're kind of trying to get a feel for it and everything. They go in the locker room and then they come out. <laughs> oh, no. And I, oh, I just, I lost it like internally. And I'm thinking, okay, these, these guys haven't won a game. And when they walked out and, I, and please, anybody that listens to this, if you have that picture from our freshman year, because yes. we had multiple people take pictures of it. We need it. I need it. Yes. I'm framing it and putting it in my house because <laughs> they came from head to toe. Ryan and Tex started on their cleat. And then wrapped all the way around. Like they look they like candy canes. And so I'm oh. furious because now I'm thinking, not you only are we going to lose again, but we're going to lose looking like total jackasses. I wonder if Ray Ambler has a I picture. I don't know. I, well, it's an away game. So it was away. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, somebody has somebody a picture. Somebody has to have that. Somebody has to. So yeah. I get the idea. Like, now I'm just gonna, I'm gonna murder them. Oh yeah. So You're I'm like, pissed. hey, oh guys, man, you look fantastic. <laughs> Everybody, let's get together. Let's get a big group photo, somebody with a camera. And so they all are posing like they're, you know, and they take the picture and I'm like, I want you to remember this because you guys look like a bunch of candy striped jackasses. You haven't won a game. We're here, this is the only chance we have. Like I just lost it, okay? So then we, so Ravy kicks the, the 51 yard field goal, we win by three. It's our only three. victory of the year. <laughs> I'm at work the next morning. And this is where I say that I am proud to be in, in the 
company of Brad Latchman, of one of the few people that was on Holly's hit list. So I am sitting in my office. See, I'm the peacemaker in the yes, stands. Yes, I'm the peacemaker. Yeah, I'm like ready to rip someone. Like I'm like literally. I get a phone call at my office. From who? So I, I cannot got, name the source. Okay, because I told, I'm going to name the source who I told. I told Corey Maine because Corey was the head coach. Mm -hmm. Okay, so go ahead. You're not going to name no, so That's okay. That'll have, so you called okay. Corey directly. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh dude. Yeah. I got an issue right now. <laughs> so I'm sitting at my office and I get a phone call. My assistant says, Hey there, one of your buddies on the phone needs to talk to you. It's an emergency. And I'm like, it's oh, okay. <laughs> so I pick up the phone. I'm like, Hey, what's going on? And he's like, Hey, do you know Holly Teixeira? And I said, well, yeah. One of the kids' moms like, oh, dude. She is all over town asking about you. What do you have any business coaching kids? Like she's oh. asking people, she's this, that, another thing. And I'm like, okay. And, and she's like, the weird thing is, is everybody's defending you. Like, oh yeah, he coached my kids. He's great. Oh, he coached my kids. He's great. So I'm, I know Holly's steaming like this can't be the same person. <laughs> you know, she's just fired up. Fired up. So fired up. I get to practice that day. Okay. Corey pulls me aside. He's like, hey, buddy. He's like, uh, Texas mom called. Like, she's hot. And I'm like. And when I, I get hot, I get hot. <laughs> hot. Just say that. So I'm like, whatever. I'm like, You're man. Like, I already I, heard about it. Yeah, I already heard. I'm like, I'm good. Heard. Remember I, the caged lion yeah, analogy? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here I'm still here we go. think I know where Ryan got his uh, there you personality. Go. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. I can finish this kid's sentence. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we knew. Okay, go ahead. I'm so yeah, so that story. was it though. So so then I'm we go to practice that whole day. And oh, and, and Ryan's like, are you really going to say something? I said, oh, you have no idea. Right. You have no idea. Yeah. So it happened perfectly. Okay, good. Because I would park in the tennis court parking lot. You had the white minivan. And it just happened that Tex and Jordan were walking with me out to you. And I remember you were parked in the car. I was. And I thought, oh, I'm like, that's Ryan's mom. I'm just going to go talk to her. And so I knocked on the window. The kids got in and I was like, Hey, Holly, I'm Garth. You know, I, I, I heard that you had something to say. Like I, you wanted to talk to me, you know, I'm if like, you no, want to talk said my piece, yeah, you were Did like, I say that? no, it's, it's fine. I've got kids. I'm like, I I'm good. The kids are fine. Like I've nothing bad to say. Just if yeah. you need something, just ask me. And you're like, no, we're good. I've, I've got it taken care of. So I was like, all right, fine. It's, it's over with. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and that was kind of totally But man, I was like Dying. all day at school, the whole nine yards. So I'm funny. thinking, man, what did I do? And then it came out. It was the candy stock jackasses. That was them. <laughs> that was, do you really think that's what it is? What? That that's why I was upset about the candy striper act. No, the okay. I, no 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 no. Yeah. But that was the that yeah, was the that catalyst. Was, that was the catalyst of yeah. the whole thing. Yeah yeah yeah. Because yeah. I was like, that is not. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, it can. Do you mind if I just clarify go, that? Okay. Go. So um, one of the things that I was upset with is because well, one of the things the thing is that um is that when now this is the story I got of course from the the players is that when they because they won for the first time in their whole life. Um, and they, they did act like it was, it was like the super, super bowl, bowl. Oh, yeah. and, and it was <laughs> like one win by three points. It was horrible, yeah. whole, horribly played game, which kick. I totally admit. Oh, heck of a kick. Heck Great of a kick. kick. Yeah. But not, not like Ryan and Jordan didn't do anything like to, to, to help the game at all. But anyway, the, I guess the point was, is that, um, 
Um, okay. Well, what I had to say was like, I thought it was a touchdown that they had. So see, this is all, I'm trying to have to put this piece piece of the puzzle no, it together. was all Jordan. It was, it was Jordan, Jordan too. Because that Ryan was, Ryan was defending Jordan yes. because he would, whenever they would uh, make a touchdown, they would do like this chest bump thing. And, um, and you know, they were just like two peas in a pod and he would like, thank the Lord. And, um, and you're like, don't you dare do that. You guys are acting like a bunch of, you know, like we had like scored any the- touchdowns right. and then it was like they scored a touchdown <laughs> right. and it's like the exactly. Super Bowl had been won. I'm like, don't exactly. So just that come was, back to the sidelines. Come back to the sidelines. Right, right, right. And and my I guess my point to that was why is he getting upset with you about celebrating something that probably needed to be celebrated because we were so terrible? And um, and so I was trying to make a point that I'm the mom you do your job and you do the football plays because I certainly would never ever tell you how to run a football team because yeah. that's not who I am and what I, what I, what I represent. But when you are trying to, you know, to tell them not to thank the Lord really hit a, a chord with me. And so, um, I was like, okay, okay. That's something where I need to say hello, like, hello, here I am. Like, um, and like I said, I only got upset with like, three times, four years in high school. It was, and it was legit things like moral issues is what I called it. Moral issues, not, not an issue. So that congratulations. Would, yeah. Yes. Sorry about that. I said, I'm, I'm in an elevated now. crowd. It's Brad I know, and I. And, yeah, and, and, and Brad, yeah. <laughs> I know. I love it. And but I was all's like, forgiven now. So you're good. Oh, hey. well, and, and the thing is, is that once there's a bond there, it never, yeah. never breaks. So right. I just want you to know that that's well, super that was, special place to be in my heart. And see, and I don't even think, and the funny part was, and Holly knows now, and I think she's told you, Steve, but Ryan used to write me love letters. Oh, yeah. And I have them and I've, I've numbered that he numbered yeah. them. So like the very first one he wrote was his freshman year and it said number one, which I laugh because that meant there were more coming. Coming, he exactly. <laughs> oh, it was numbered ahead of time. Oh, numbered, numbered ahead, ahead of time. time. So numbered I knew ahead that, of time. And they would be I left you, he likes steps. on my he window. Does. They'd be left underneath my right. windshield so wiper. That, now let's put it together now because of that was when one of your kids played um, youth football. Yep, Tristan. Okay. Tristan played youth football. And he goes, Mom, I need a pen. And I'm like, I, I don't have a pen. We literally like got out of the car and was like searching the car underneath the seat for a pen. So we got a pen. He's like, oh, what are you doing? He goes, I'm writing a note to, to coach. And I'm like, okay, this should be good. You know, because his spelling was atrocious. <laughs> Absolutely atrocious. It's, fan- it's fantastic. It's all, it's all phonetically spelled, you know. So I didn't correct it. I was actually helping him write this letter, this note, number one, to coach uh, Porterfield. So I'm like, um, do you know, like, wh- who, what his car looks like? Yeah, 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 I do. I know what his car looks like. So we're like, <laughs> all right, this is gonna be it. So I was like helping him knowing like, oh, gosh, this guy probably absolutely hates us and you know, whatever, but we're gonna kill him with kindness because you know because we're going to do this love note like as you say yep. of course he didn't say love note but yeah so i helped him with i didn't know about the others i think i how many were there because i want to say eight total eight total. i think mm-hmm. i helped him with two yeah. i didn't know about it till senior awards senior night. awards night really senior awards we, night yeah, we love letters. Yeah. yeah and remember he was like like growing his hair out yep. at the time again and it was like the flow and you're like what are you doing with your hair <laughs> 
I'm all, I, I don't hold back. I, I tell him exactly what, what are you I doing feel. With your hair today, like it was because he wore a buzz cut, you know, yeah. usually, and then this all this hair started coming, and you know, um, yeah, super crazy. So there became like a bond between you and him, yeah, a, a really strong bond, which I didn't, I wasn't aware of. Um, and usually he told me a lot of information. Like I'm telling you, he told me. A, I mean, we had some really great conversations because. We just knew, I just knew, I guess, what to ask him and, yeah. you know, and how, how he, how to relate to him. But, um, I didn't know about a lot of, because you were, you went right up to varsity with him. Yeah. Stephen so you went and I from went. freshman to varsity yeah, with him. jumped right up. Yeah. 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 And okay. then we, and then we stayed up there and then I coached there until 2015 or 2016. And then that's when I, I well, stepped down because of the gym and. Well, yeah, because he graduated away. 15. Yeah, right. And then um, Aaron graduated 17. So, um, 16 yeah. then. So it was Bradley's year. Mm -hmm. was okay. the last year. I yeah. was the last. I, okay. I, I, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. All right. So, crazy. Trevor, what kind of stories do you have? Yeah, what do you I mean, have? We know about Liberty. Liberty is one of the favorite football plays of everybody's memory. The, the Liberty play, um, the only thing I wanted to, to say about that was he didn't, well, this is normal for him. He he went the wrong way initially. If you wa I watched the film a couple of days ago, just because I I was thinking of you know, hey, some stories about Ryan, um, and he goes the wrong way. <laughs> he goes the wrong way briefly, and then it, I'm sure you've seen it a million times with him. It's he's going a million miles per hour, and then all of a sudden he realizes like, whoa, I got to go this way. So he <laughs> peeks to his right, and then he goes back to his left, and the ball had been tipped in the air, and whoa, I caught it. Starts running, he slides. Um, he slides. Yeah, but I mean, had he not, had he actually done what he was supposed to there, it's maybe an incomplete pass, you know, something different happens. But just the fact that he's Ryan and he kind of went the wrong way, the ball bounces right to him. I think he had a cast on, so it made it a little mm -hmm. easier to catch. Oh my you know, gosh. just kind of perfect, you know, storm of weirdness for Ryan to make that play. Um, the one that I really like, though, is this happened two years in a row. So, I mean, high school football, you're, you're probably going to lose your last game of the year. You know, that's that's it. Unless yeah. you win it all. Yeah. You know, you go to the playoffs and, you know. Oh, only... you're going to talk about Paso game. Um, no. Oh, OK. So we played. Uh, yeah, that one as well. So uh, his sophomore year, we played Paso. Um, and we are winning. We go up by six points with a minute left. So <laughs> a bunch of guys were hurt. This is oh, 2012, yeah. so we're yep. in a three deep. We only got a few <laughs> options we can do here. Um, Ryan's in there, and they a minute left. They're going to throw the ball. What should we be in? We're going to be in a three loose or something like that. So they start running it, and they're just getting 11 yards, 12 yards, and they got a long way to go, and the clock's going, but it's stopping because of first downs. And I'm, oh, I'm looking at the oh, God, we're in trouble here. And they go all the way down, and when I finally call a timeout, and Ryan comes off the field, and he's he's going Texican. He's, he's going, lost his, I can't his stuff it. and he's just going crazy. And we had lost our starting inside backer had gone down. Grant, Grant Alton looked like he'd just been bludgeoned by, you know, a hundred guys at once. Um, I mean, we're, we had a bunch of small guys up front and Ryan's like, yeah, you know, he's going crazy. I said, Tex, it's going to be fine, buddy. You know, inside, I, I know it's, not. I'm going, we're getting our butts kicked here. We have no answers. And he goes, oh, all right, coach. And he kind of calms down. They score a couple plays later. I was like, all right, great. Uh, PAT goes through the guy's hands. Uh, we block it. So now we have to go to overtime. But I remember Ryan coming off the field after we just got our butts kicked. We should have lost the game. And he's like, coach, you were right. 
And I was just like, buddy, I, I didn't say it to him, but I'm just thinking, oh, God, text. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, it was funny. But no then idea. we, and then in overtime, we, uh, we cause a fumble and the ball rolls around yep. for nine days and we finally recover it yep. and we win. Um, what wow. I liked most about Ryan on the, my biggest memories of him in 2013 against Valencia when we lost in the playoffs to them, uh, we were on the field as a defense. They took a knee because they had just gotten the ball back. Um, and then against Paso in that, that game in 14, um, our defense was on the field again. They took knees. Ryan brought everybody together and talked to them. And then they break. And Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. That's so powerful because that was Ryan's character. And that was, um, yeah, that was, that was really good. Um, I did have to bring up that because that's a different one. That's a different game than when they lost to Paso. Right? That was fourteen when they lost to when Paso. They lost to Paso. That's, the, that, yeah, that's when they took the Bailey knee. Gaither. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was the and that was a hard one because I did bring that up when we talked to Goosen and and I said I wish that I knew what Ryan said Me? that Me did that that day. There's a lot of things that um, I mean when Ryan had that team meeting in Colorado with his with his boys, he asked his coaches to leave and he asked all of us to leave. And to this day, we don't know what he said, but I know that it was a brotherhood that was cemented for life. Yeah. Right. And right. none of those boys will talk about it to this day. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I know it's a special moment and it was between each one of them. Yeah. And that's where it needs to stay. It's not something that we need to know about. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it was, it was a, it was a Texican moment. Yeah, which know? is is one. Yeah, is so cool. Such a cool because there was a lot of kids that were older than him at that time. Right, fourteen because he was um, was he a junior? In thirteen, yeah. he was a junior. I remember right. that one 13. against Valencia because we had those guys. We played our out of butts our, off. That yeah. was an intense game. That was a very yeah. The three cast yeah. team. We had yeah. three casts on the field. Yeah, yep. guys were intercepting balls with casts. Thomas Fuentes yep. had a cast. Yes. Tex had a cast. Yes. Uh, was, was it, it Rosa? No, or was it Emil? Emil Bride. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, that's what it was. We had three casts three on the field. Three casts. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, poor Matt had to tape them all because, yep. yep. you know, I wanted to tape too. And, and you know, you <laughs> know me, I was pink. trying to, yeah, they're like, <laughs> pink tape. they're like, don't let her do it. <laughs> She's got history back in freshman uh, year. He yeah. learned by that point. Yeah. He yeah. was la he was laid back. He was yeah. laid yeah, back. That's the truth. That's the truth. I don't know if okay. he was laid back. I don't think he was he, laid back just, a minute. Yeah. Maybe he matured a little bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because you know, the freshman years when it all came out how um uh Conan met him or knew yeah. him because yeah, of yeah, all yeah. the tardies. We had no idea. Right. Like, what do you mean he had tardies? He had Saturday school? I didn't know that. How did I get it? How do I not know that? <laughs> yeah. Like he had to get there somehow. Mm -hmm. He's like, Yeah, he went to football practice and then did. I'm like, What? Yeah. Like I had no idea that this was happening. No idea. So I think he kept me in the dark when he needed to keep me in the dark. Yeah. And then he, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so um do you have any favorite stories other than well, I just think like there was a few, you know, Trevor and I were up in the box um, and Hartman and I were up in the box. So two years we were in the box, mm -hmm. two years it was Hartman and I, and we're always on communication on our headsets. We're always talking mm. as a coaching staff. There is not one time that we have ever practiced for Tex to put his hand in the dirt. Oh, hand in the dirt. <laughs> no, did you say? Yeah. He's a linebacker. <laughs> he's a linebacker. All of a sudden we're up in the box and Trevor, like, I think you were, were you on the field or were you at yeah. that point? And you go, what is like, Tex down, down doing? Right. 13. He, yeah. 
It's like against a tasket or something. He's lined up like a DN with yeah. his hand in the dirt. <laughs> and then he backs out. And then he goes back down. And you could see the other team kind of like, what in the hell is this dude doing? Like, are they blitzing? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> and we didn't even know. It was one of those things where we had those conversations constantly. Like, what, what is-, is he doing? I'm like, I, I have no idea. I have no I don't know. I'm just going to close my eyes and hope this works out. Like, Let it ride. Yeah, Let it we ride. can't do anything about it. Yeah. And as long as you didn't cross the line, you were good. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And, and knowing him, you knew it was it was going to be a hundred percent effort. It wasn't something where it was some kid just not being in the game and right. being an individual. It was a kid that was just, you know, we call it Texican. We named it in practice because it, it was a combination of, you know, Tex and the coach from the water boy that, you know, that's a great analogy. That is a perfect analogy. You couldn't understand a word he would say. And there was this weird, like when he got really fired up, he had this like weird head bob and and it was separate from the way his body moved. And that's how you knew like where his energy was. And then you'd say, Hey, Hey, settle down. Come here. And then you'd get the <laughs> I'm up. And you're like, Garth oh is our God. translator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we dealt with them all the time like that, but it was everything was hundred percent effort. There is no 50% with him. No. It was just no. there was so you know, even and like Trevor said, you make a mistake, but somehow he made it work. Turn into something better than it should have been. You know, where we would have been on the sideline, like, why'd you do that? But instead, we're like, all right, we got the ball back. Let's, yeah. And, let's and, and roll. Isn't that crazy? So when we were talking to Goosen, the head coach, he said that he kind of earned that right. Yep. Yeah. So through the through the time, you're like, what is he doing? What is he doing? What is he doing? And you're yelling through the headsets and you're going, well, let's just see how this works out towards the end of the season. You're like, because normally he would get to the right spot. Or, you know, um, usually we had no idea. Okay. So from Steve and I's perspective, we're like thinking you guys told him to do some crazy we stuff. We had no idea like, from the stands. Do you just like, like what are they, what are they each other? Ra- you raised them. Like, you didn't know he's crazy? I had no idea it was this but we're crazy. Not, we're baseball parents. We're not That's football true. parents, yeah. you know? We're, I don't know these plays. We don't yeah. know the plays, but we just, you know, and then he'd come home and he's like, like their names, like Bob and Mike. Bob, and I'm like, yeah. what? And he's, you know, so we didn't know anything. We were clueless. My family, it, I was raised in a football family. So my, my mom's, brother so my my uncle he was a offensive coordinator for Mm -hmm. years and he was so i was more familiar with some things um and he did division one um and you know all that stuff didn't make it to the nfl um but um anyway he never was a head coach so anyway that was kind of in my background so i kind of knew a little bit of um football more than you know but i just thought you guys were the ones that were coaching him to do some crazy stuff people would ask us all the time like what is he doing i don't know that's just what they tell him to do so (laughs) you should have looked up in the box and looked at us going to down to the sideline like we have no idea it was even worse his senior year because he would just because he was playing grant spot at that point right and he would he, he was would never bounce, sit, like I mean, just he was just always like let's time. go where are we going I so know. to piggyback uh coach guzan's um you know thoughts, it. it right when i saw ryan when he came up as a freshman and him and jordan were just i mean they were bangers they would get in there and they would mix it up um you learn a few things like yeah i'm gonna trust this guy three years later because i know he's gonna go for it you know he's not soft um ryan's a great human so i know he's he has the right he's trying to do the right thing you know he's not out there just to, hey i'm gonna get a sack on this play and do no, not do my responsibility. He, right. 
he understands the context of the defense. So if we call, you know, we blitz somebody else, he's not going to go. You know, he'll line up and put his hand down, but then he'll drop him. Yeah, <laughs> good disguise, bro. But, <laughs> you know, so it's made life a lot harder. So you, you let it, you, we would let it ride because we knew Ryan knew what to do. We knew he knew how he didn't know how to do it necessarily the way we wanted him to, but we knew, Hey, he's a good kid and he's going hundred percent. Right. Yeah. He's going to do it. He's going to do it his way. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that was Ryan to a T. I mean, he, he did things his way. Yeah. Yes. But I thought that it was remarkable that it comes out now and that he had the freedom to do that he earned because it. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, that's what, I don't know. It blesses my heart so much because here, Steve and I just thought you guys told him to do that because I already, how would you coach that? And, yeah. I don't, that's exactly what actually Hartman said that or, 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 um, everyone. And they've said all that. said, yeah, it. yeah, they really have. They I, have I all think we need a disclaimer here that this is not how you teach your kids no, you to play not. football. You do Please not. listen yeah. to your coach. No, right, right. Honestly, it, no, it, it is. So I, again, I learned most of the football I learned as a coach was from coach Goosen and coach Mack and everybody. Um, that came ahead of me at AG and it was, you, you let kids get comfortable and yep. you let them, find a way to get whatever you know whatever you need them to get done they do it their own way yeah you know and That's the big awesome. thing is you can this was one thing that with ryan did that did not come uh, become true coach goosen always used to say you could slow kids down so if you have a kid with a motor you could always give them little mechanisms to kind of slow them down a little bit um you know whether they have to read a tackle or a guard or do something with ryan that necessarily wasn't always the case wow um which is a good thing that's a good problem to have you can't yeah. take a kid who's just a slug and make him into a great football player because they just don't have that motor. Right. Uh, Ryan had a motor. Yeah, yeah. he had. He yes, had, he did. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That was awesome. And I do remember somebody saying that um, he would actually like um, come back and have a full on explanation on why he did what he did. You know, like the guy's eyes turned that way and then the coach told him this and then he's like, and you're like, what? Who you you can't really coach that because when you're out there right before a play, you really don't know what's going to happen. As but coach, Ryan was looking at everything. As a coach, you can't even listen to that. Like we we got to we're on yeah. time we're on schedule here, guy. Yes, like exactly. the next snap's about to happen. He's trying to yell that. I mean, it's just like just 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 shut it. up. Just, <laughs> I don't care. Like he, and I had to tell him that a lot because he, he was such a good person that he would you know if he messed up, it killed him. Oh, you know, but oh. he was also confident enough. To kind of overcome it, but he would always try to justify it. Just, just, always justify. Ryan, just just shut up. Just yeah. go play. I trust you. Yeah, you're the man. Just he keep was doing always it. justifying things to me. Always. He's a, he was a perfectionist. <laughs> yes, you know? and he was hard on himself, which was awesome. But one thing I do want to say, just because this is like our third football coaching um, staff that we've done a podcast on, and you know, right? Obviously, football was not his first what? and it's hard to believe that right. the stories that have been coming out that but i i kind of i know why he wanted to play football because the people and the coaching staff that he was around that 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 is why i know for sure and i i want to encourage you to that it wasn't necessarily the game it was you guys that right. um want, wanted him and to be a better person, a better player, a better everything. It was the so family. It was the family. And right. he, he, even though he loved baseball and he, um, but he loved being around you guys. So I thought that was really special. And he, he respected you. He wanted to do well for you, which I think there's something to be said about that. Well, and it, you know, all of them have come back and say, he's a great kid. He's a great kid. He's a great kid. But it really was, that's who he was. And it wasn't a great kid. He was just a great human. Yeah. And I think that, you know, in football, there's that, that constant 
you're beat up by the end of the season oh, you're beat up and especially us for you know those five six years we were playing until thanksgiving oh, yes. sometimes yes. into december and so you know all even us as a staff at that point you know we've been there since you're tired may yeah getting ready for the season and and now it's thanksgiving and we're practicing on thanksgiving day instead of being with our family and the yeah. kids are there and you know it's though it there's something about that that's different than any other yeah, sport it's, right. it's combat you're mm -hmm. everybody's beat up like we said three broken hands on one yep. field it's like man we are all in this together okay you got yeah. it wrapped you got it wrapped you got it all right yep. let's play let's, let's do, do this and, let's do it yeah, yeah. It, but they had they respected you enough because i remember it um i think it was ryan's senior year is that I'm like, gosh, they're not like, they're not the athletes that they were previous years, but they respected their coaches and they respect and they wanted to do well for you guys. So I think that that makes that it. club. I mean, they went, you guys went one and nine as yeah. freshmen and one you and nine came back. Freshmen. I mean, we're one hurdle away from being in the CIF title game, exactly. which we would have won against my alma mater. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's Newberg good to Park. Know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. Um, okay. So let's get into the, the deep stuff. I think, um, how did you find out that Ryan was diagnosed? Cause I do not know the answer to this. I, so at the time I was, um, those little dudes that I was talking about earlier were like, they were in bellies and, and mm -hmm. getting here. So I was, I was kind of overwhelmed and in, in my own, um, kind of place at that point. Uh, coach Goosen brought us into the football office and he just said, he said what was going on. Um, it, it was tough. So he told you all as a group. I don't, I don't think so. Cause it was in, if, if I remember right, it was after football season. I want to say maybe even during football season, Ryan had like a groin issue. Right. It, like out at practice. I remember he was like stretching it out and everything. And, and, and like you said, at the end of the season, you banged up. So, you know, there's you know, a groin thing. Hey, just stretch it, you know, go see coach Q, you know, listen to him, you yeah. know, and then after before baseball season, is when you know you guys kind of realize, hey, this isn't it's not a, a pulled groin. This there's something different going on. So I think it was during the off season for us. Mm -hmm. And so there not everyone's there. You know, okay, a couple of gotcha. us are on campus. Yeah, because it was April. April 19th he got diagnosed. Right. And so um we knew something was going on late January. Um we had to pull him out of Don Lugo to get a uh, biopsy. So there's um yeah so we knew that there was something going on, you know. Right. Like I said, January and this is um what year is this? 15, right? Mm -hmm. 15. Yeah. So, um, you found out when what Goosen told you, I, Tommy and I would, yeah. I mean, he was kind of, he was my mentor and so we would meet a lot. Um, and we would, so the guys that were on campus, I I'm assuming, so it would be coach Hartman. I don't know if Shep was there or not. It, it was anyone that was still on staff on campus. So coach field, anyone that was teaching, gotcha. um, he brought us in and kind of told us and, you know, we could basically, you know, what can we do? You know? Yeah. That was, yeah. 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 What about you, Garth? I got brought, I got brought in after school. I think because it, it was April. Uh, we might've been getting ready for like spring ball. Yeah. We like were that. starting spring ball. So I was getting there at like two o'clock in the afternoon or something. And I just remember walking into a somber office. Now I, and I had known he had been hampered. We, they, we, I think originally it was like, oh, a groin. And then it was a hamstring. hamstring. We all thought it was a hamstring. Yeah. Hamstring. And I remember him going to Q and, you know, I would always check, you know, hey, what's going on with Texas hamstring? Because at that point, once football season was over, I just needed a break. So I would disappear for a while and just wait yeah. for spring ball. And then I'd come back. 
but I was always checking because I'd see him. I'd see him at campus if I had to show up every once in a while. Um, I would go in and teach an uh, econ class for Hartman when it came to stocks and bonds. And oh, nice. I'd go in and so I'd see him and say, hey, you know, what's going on? How, what do they figured out? You know, right. what is what does Q think? What does Dr. Laird say? What are, you know, what's happening? What's going on? Oh, we don't know. It just keeps, it's hampering. It's, you know, this and that. Mm -hmm. And it was in baseball season. And it was, and I remember him saying like, man, it's hurting to run. And like, buddy, just maybe you need to just take a break. You know, you, you you can't make something like that worse. You know, you don't want to tear it because again, we all thought it was a a hamstring or something. Right. And it wasn't until, um, I don't remember when, when we knew that there was a problem. So January, cause that's early baseball season, really. Right. Um, February. And, um, I think he was worried because it was a large lump on the inside of his right leg, um, up by his groin. Right. And so I remember the day that Steve looked at it because his eyes just got super big. Like there's a problem. Yeah. All his whole reaction. And I'm thinking, not obviously I was thinking, Oh, it's just a pulled hamstring. There's something, there's nothing, you know, it can't be that bad. We're icing it. Like, you know, we're doing what we need to do. And, um, so he's like, Oh no, this isn't, this isn't, this is not good. This yeah. isn't good. So it doesn't, I mean, cause it was large. And, um, Wasn't and so it the size of a football it, was, when we got, yeah, yeah like 10, 10 pounds, 10 pounds, like yeah. nine. And it was shaped just like a football, yeah, like a Nerf football. Like it. Okay. In, it was, in perfect tech fashion. I right. remember when the following year you brought him to football practice and he decided we all needed to see the photos of it in oh, his, he pulls it out on his phone and we're in the middle of practice. And he goes, look at this. My man, put that away. <laughs> Nobody wants to see you with your shorts up. I know. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah. That's insane. Nobody wants to see those pictures. No. I think you wanted to show you it was looked like a football. Like it he did. was it proud was... of that scar. He was like, look what I did. I just, you know, delivered a 10 pounder out of this thing, you know, but, um, anyway, so you guys found out about it yep. and thoughts, emotions, um, concerns i mean did you talk to him when did you see him at the after you knew because ryan wanted to tell everybody we found out on a sunday he wanted to tell everybody on monday and steve and i weren't well i don't know i'm not speaking for you but i wasn't ready so um but it wasn't about us it right. wasn't about at what because we were thinking we were going right into treatment we weren't even sure we were going to go to treatment or to go to surgery first um they were still like trying to figure it out how and what exactly it was um, or how they were going to treat it, not what it was. But, um, and so when he wanted to tell everybody on Monday, then it got to be a little like, are you sure? Because you know, good news travels like wildfire, bad news certainly travels even quicker. And so um, uh, were were we prepared for that? You know, not at all, not at all. Were we prepared? Um, But in Ryan fashion, he did an amazing job at handling everybody. And, you know, it was a lot, phone calls, emails, text messages, you know, um, a lot of stuff. I mean, people come out of the woodwork because, you know, it's, it is an unbelievable news that you're not expecting, but, um, how did that first reaction after you saw Ryan go when you found out after you found out when you saw him that you know, I would see him on campus. Um, normally, I would just check in with them every once in a while. You know, it was a different check-in this time. Um, you know, I, I don't know that I actually sought him out on campus. I, I would text him and just say, hey, you know, what can I do? Yeah. Um, I still text. Oh, gosh. I do, too. 
I will never get rid of that phone number. So no, me neither. Yep. So I look at it once a month. My last text message to him. Yep. He's still on speed dial. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry. That's no, it's it's understandable. It's you know been five years, but it seems like yesterday. It does not seem like five years. And so. Um, how about you garth was there anything that did you see him afterwards or mine was a little different he and i talked on the phone a lot um because i would i just keep contact with him you know and then uh it was it was kind of back and forth that way and then every once in a while i'd i'd see him on campus i you know i made sure i was there for signing day um you know it, it was just he and i because i wasn't on campus um it was more of like hey just what's happening what's happening you know, keep me posted what's going on. Right. We'd talk for a little bit on the phone. Um, you know, Jordan would keep me kind of posted on stuff. Um, you know, that bond we had built with that kind of, that group of kids. Right. Um, you know, Tyler Arbach, you know, Grant. All, all my of, four boys. Yeah, yeah all yeah. of those guys. You know, yeah. it was Sawyer, everybody. It was just mm -hmm. kind of, hey, keep me in the loop, what's happening. And so I, I think that was it. And it was more just communication between him and I. And, you know, even after the fact, you know, when, when he went away to school and then when he was in the hospital again, you know, he'd call me and I'd call him and, you know, just check on him. And like I said, the last text message I have on my phone, I don't know why, but I had I'm trying to figure out what I had done with it. And I, I look at it all the time. It's the, the last text message in my, my group. And it was on March 3rd, 2017 at 8, 12 PM. And I just happened to come across something and I was like, Hey buddy, like just checking on you came across one of your notes today. Just want to let you know that I love you. And I sent that text message and that was the, we, we have not charged his phone. Never even turned yeah. it on. Yeah, but turned it you on. thought about doing it. I, I don't I know don't that I have know. the heart to do it. Yeah. I don't know that I have the heart to do it. I know we have the charger, we have everything. And I just, we had like at the service, we had this fishbowl of, um, I think I said this in the Brad Latchman and it was just a memory, like, no, if you could just give us a memory note and put it in there, you know, because we knew that they were different than what we had and we just wanted to keep them. Well, we pulled one out and it was Brad Latchman. We put that back and we haven't looked at any since right. because it's just so hard. I mean, these are fun because I get to hear stories and they're the Texisms that we didn't even know, which right. you guys, I thought you guys were coaching them to be ridiculous out there and <laughs> knowing that you didn't. And it was just funny to me to think like how, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's so things have been really hard. Like that charging his phone would be, I would need like, he has voicemails on there that I would love to listen to, but in the same token, it's, it's Ryan's. Yeah. That's his. And I don't want to, I would love to get Mike Trout's phone number know. off of it one day, but <laughs> cause Mike Trout, yeah. it, it, like, um, he had Mike Trout, he had and, Tommy Lasorda. Yeah. He and, had, uh, well him and Tommy are probably together. They're probably, Tommy's probably coaching. I, I was, I didn't even tell you this. I was going through um, the little thumb drives, right? Looking for a software program that I downloaded and I would put it on a thumb drive. And I came across a computer backup and full of all the pictures. And I just started, go I'm, and I thought I had lost those pictures. Oh, 
Yeah. And, and there's Ryan being coached by Tommy Lasorda and I lost it, oh, gosh, you know, because Tommy's Ryan's up at batting practice and he's just, and there's Tommy at a boy do this at a boy. Great hit. Great hit. Yeah. Let me see that again. And you know, Tommy just going, and now I just kind of think about Tommy's up there doing the same thing, you know, doing, <laughs> but let me, can I say drills. something about that? Because that was super interesting because I was there that day and, um, I could always guarantee if Ryan had somebody that could, you know, like Tommy Lasorda or any situation that arised, it didn't matter if it was a, a celebrity, a, a just a normal everyday person. Yeah. If Ryan was in a position like he was batting or he was, you know, in a position, an opportunity for them to chat with them, they would take it. Yeah. And I just, those are the things that make me think, do we, did they know that that was going to happen? Did they know that his life was going to be short? Because, you know, why there was 10 people that did it, but they chose Ryan to have a conversation with or to you know, Hey, I'm going to encourage you a little bit, or I'm going to do this, but you know, whatever the situation was, I would always sit back and look and go, Ryan's going to Chris Young. When we had a Chris Young concert, do you think Chris Young, of course, Chris Young had a full on conversation with Ryan. Did he have one with anybody else? Nope. It was just because there was something about Ryan. I think it was his personality. I mean, he was, was probably just, the catalyst for, you know, all those conversations. He, yeah. Oh yeah, he knew the, what to say at the right time. Well, and with everyone, like you said, I mean, it was you know the nerdy kid in algebra class. He would be buddies with him. He you know, would. It was, it was he cool. did. I well, mean, he knew the right kids to be friends. No, with. he, he is not stupid. No, <laughs> baloney, baloney. He worked <laughs> his tail off. Yeah. He yeah. he wasn't the yeah. go easy route, short step it, shoot off of somebody. Sure. He worked his butt off. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it helped the fact that we had quite a few math tutors here at the yeah, house. Yeah, and I told him getting I would, him through. I would hire you a really cute tutor. So what are we gonna do? Like you want the cute tutor, you want the ugly right cute yeah, tutor. Yeah, like, come yeah. on. Yeah. So anyway, he's like, I'll take the cute tutor. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So we hired Landon Saputo. We hired the, you know, and they would come in and help him with his, you know, just a different, different direction, different, you know, instructions. I still don't think he was ever great at math, but you know, it was one no, of those things. You just had to get through it. No, you just yeah. had to get through it. You weren't going to do anything with math. That's it. You just need to see. Yeah. That's all we needed. I keep looking at that picture of him over there on the, on the mantle and I it's that was him there was a light in his eye yeah mm -hmm. and there was a smile so right off the bat it didn't matter who was in the room right all of a sudden your guard's down mm -hmm. now in the True. same token you got one of the most rugged kids that I've ever met mm -hmm. you know the 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 jokes and the stories but you know we were, you asked football stories uh the Atascadero game that got canceled because of the rain mm -hmm. and then Halloween. Halloween. And so then we had to play the next day. I remember that. And he shows up to the defensive meeting in full camo. <laughs> That's right. Was he hunting? He went, he, <laughs> he went turkey hunting <laughs> that morning. <laughs> and we had a one o'clock game. It, 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 were the, it was those, those things. things like, hey, man, we don't ever play on Saturdays. All of us as coaches are like, oh, my God, one more night. We have to think about this. Like, yeah. we just wanted to play. Sure. But. Power went out in AG. Yep, I you know there was that. lightning. Yep. The kids like they'd never seen rain before. We right. know it's California; it yeah. doesn't rain much. But right. I mean, it was all those things. And so then we're like, all right, let's go have a meeting. It was always in uh, Max room, yep. and we go over there. And then it came down the hall, and he's in full camo. Camo, yeah. Where, where, where in the hell have you been, <laughs> Coach? Turkeys are all over. We went, <laughs> we went turkey hunting. <laughs> 
you, got, you guys got to come out. And I'm like, I live down the street. Just tell me anytime I'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know the story and, about his, his, he has the duck calls on this lanyard and he yeah. did that to the, to the yeah. nurses. He's like, listen, this is your, this is your duck call. When I duck call this, you need to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Who says that? Like, that's just wrong in every, every level. But anyway, one other thing, um, I thought there was one I, I wanted to ask, um, about, so we know about Ryan's diagnosis. We know about his second diagnosis mm -hmm. basically because, um, so 17 strong is, is his, it, it, it's his. Yeah. So what are your, I guess I, it's kind of a two part, like, did you have anybody that you this far in your career, your teaching and and uh, football career that's anywhere like Ryan or that you can compare him to? And the second part is what are your thoughts about Ryan creating 17 Strong? Um, the first part. No, there's nobody like that, but there's a lot of people that are aspiring to be like that. So for football, we. Um, the player, we, we nominate a few kids. I think coach Hartman already explained how, right. but we, we nominate a few kids that are, you know, kind of in the mold of Ryan. Sure. Um, and then we have the other players vote on it. And then that player wears 17, um, for the season. And, you know, it, it's been weird. Um, it initially, cause Ryan was, a, he was a good football player too. You know, That's it wasn't good. just, you know, that, you know, he was a good baseball player. I mean, he also played well on, on the football uh, field. He was good. Um, and we kind of thought like maybe it would morph into like the best player would be that guy, but it, it didn't, it wasn't mm. that way. Um, you know, it was kind of like your unsung heroes. It was your guys that, you know, put the team first and other people first. And it's been cool to see it kind of the dynamics of it kind of evolve. Um, the, the kids want to be that. Wow. Right. I mean, we have kids listening to the podcast now because, they want to know the backstory and we, you know, we can talk about Ryan as coaches, you know, but players, they're going to tune you out at some point, um, you know, hearing from other sources and hearing some of these things about them. Um, nobody's text, but there's a lot of people that are trying to emulate what he was about. Um, especially as they hear more stories about him mm. for sure. Um, yeah. him starting his own, it, it's right in line with who he was. Mm. I mean, he, This is a hard podcast. Yeah. I did not think it was going to be this hard. Um, Hold on. He <laughs> thought about others when he was down there. He's still like, that's who he thought about. Did feel sorry for himself. Never, others. never, never. He wanted to be so normal. He kept like, that's why he'd call you guys just to talk about some football so that he didn't have to be associated with cancer. Because that was, um, yeah, doctors would come in and say, how you doing? I'm living the dream. And I'm thinking back, I'm not living a dream. I'm not living this dream. This is horrible. This is horrific. But he was determined. Um, so you're right. He did. He thought about others. Holly, can I, can I finish that? Um, yeah. It, but it has not stopped. No, it continues. Because you too. You picked it up, and I can't imagine. I think it's so important that 
and I, I've used this analogy with men's groups and Bible studies and everything, but I challenge people, write your own obituary. If you were to die today or tomorrow, what are people going to say about you? Mm-hmm. How many people are going to show up to your funeral? Yep. You know, what are they going to say? And I think that that gives you a, a really personal look at your own life. What are people going to say? What, what did I do? You know, and we've said it time and time again that he touched more people in 20 years than I'll probably ever touch an 80. Right. You know, just so powerful. It's very powerful. An 18 year old could think of something bigger than himself. Such a need, such a need because Steve and I didn't know until we jumped in with both feet and just knowing that, okay, it is a vacation at the end of the day, but it's changing their lives because they get to hope. And they get to dream about their life again, which they didn't know what tomorrow held, but they get to dream about that. And Brian didn't even get to go on one. He didn't even get to go on a trip. So, um, well, I think that says it. I mean, I I think that's it. It's, you know, to have something like that pulled from you. Yeah. And then, you know, Ryan, he was going to come in and say, well, wait a second. I don't want this. Like who does that? I don't want this to happen to anybody else. Hey, let's do this. Yes. And then I think, you know, you you talk about the obituary. It's it's legacy. What is your legacy? Yes. And I think the 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 thing that if people that don't know Ryan, that never met Ryan, that hadn't had, you know, the intimate relationships that we had as coaches, for I, I just look at that and go, here's a kid that impacted other kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these kids thought of him so much. Mm-hmm. And loved him so much that they carry on his legacy. Yeah. And that will last forever because we can talk about it and all this stuff, but it's living through him and through them. And I think that, I think that says more than anything, because when you look at the, when you look at the Sawyers, the Tyler's, you know, the Grant's, the Casey's, Mm -hmm. the, all of these guys, you know, yes, we coached them all. We have stories of, you know, all of them, but. Man, the fact that they picked up that torch with you guys, hundred percent, and carried it—that's that's what Ryan is. That's right. that's who Ryan is. Is it? Look at the right. people, right? That are carrying on his vision, and then you go, "Wow, how's an eighteen-year-old kid have that big of an impact?" And right. it is—it's the legacy. It is, but it's that that shine in his eyes, the smile that he had, that was disarming, honest, mm. and true, and, and that was Ryan. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Thank you. It's so good. So good. Wow, because... this turned into an emotional. Uh, no, sorry, that was me. No, no I knew no. it was going to happen to no. Steve. That's my fault. <laughs> you could have warned me. I should have told you I was a crier. Yeah. I did no, not. No, I like cries because I it, just am so. I, I wear my heart out there too. So that's yeah, good. Yeah, it's so. It's, I'm just mean, Coach Porterfield. Way... So I never cry. Candy <laughs> <laughs> striper. Candy so striper. So hard for me to. But think. I know that this is a Saturday podcast, and uh, it is we a have uh, baseball, baseball that you're waiting to go coach with your uh, son. Oh yeah, yes. number seventeen. So, number seventeen. There you go. Can I can I be a proud dad real quick? Absolutely. My kid is he's so aloof. To things he, he when he plays baseball he's into it but i don't i don't even know if he knows all the rules and everything he's just kind of out there but he knew he wanted to be 17 um and he's he's playing out of his mind right now like he's good, so good. but it, it's funny that 
right when the game's over, he's on to something else. You know, it's not it's not fully engulfing. And I think Ryan was similar. Like, oh, yeah. He, he yeah. was definitely a ball player. He was a baseball guy. But no, he's going to go turkey hunting when, you know, before a game. He also played football. He yeah. he was so in the moment. And I think yep. I think it's important for all of us to be that way. You know? Yeah. So did, it, it is. is this Trey? Yeah. Trey. OK. Did ha, did he ever tell you about what he wanted to name his first kid? Who, Trey? No, Ryan? my son, Ryan. No. Okay. He wanted to name him Trev. What? Trev. Yeah. And so, um, and I'm like, that's weird. Like that that's, is a weird name. Like why? Cause, but Trey kind of reminds like me Jeff. of, yeah. of, of it because it's different, but it's cool. Right. But then it's not Trevor, but it's Trev. Correct. And, Correct. um, yeah, so it was already set in those wedding vows of Nicole and Ryan, but <laughs> obviously God had a different plan, but, um, yeah, <clears throat> anyway, so that was, I thought maybe he would talk to you about it, but, um, uh, he was he was pretty private on his own regards, you know. I mean, he there were some things that he um, uh, he was a pretty open book. He was well, I, I'm a pretty open book too. But I there were some things with teenagers. I don't really delve yeah, into for sure. Yeah, your own and, kids and things like that. And also too, because um, we didn't think that that we thought, oh gosh, that's just a high school thing, you know. But when you go through a cancer and then you go through a second cancer, like Steve and I know without a shadow of doubt that was going to be his wife. No doubt. There's no doubt that um, it just we just knew that we knew. I mean. Nobody signs up for that. I mean, no. nobody signs up for that and sticks with somebody. And and like I always say, like they never broke up. They never broke up. That wasn't. Um, so anyway, all that to. Let's go play some baseball. <laughs> play ball. We love you, Ryan. Oh, love you, Ryan. Yeah. Miss, yeah. You, buddy. miss him terribly. So thank you both so for much. being here and, and spending your Saturday with us. Absolutely. It was, uh, amazing and coming, coming all home. the way from Mexico. Mexico. Oh, I'm glad we could oh, be here. I'm yeah. so glad, glad it worked, worked out. out. I'm so. so glad. And are we, are we, do you want to say anything else? Is there anything else? I mean, we could always have a second, second part. There's tons of stories. I know. There's I know. so many, I, you know, I would really like to get on, would be good to get on would be Jordan at some point. Jordan Harrigan. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. those, I mean, it was Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. And, and just, you know, some of the stuff like, I, I'll, I'll end with this story. Okay. Jordan comes to practice his freshman year and he's holding his hands weird. I'm like, what's wrong with you? What? Tex, come here. I knew exactly that something had happened between the <laughs> two of them. What is going on? Jordan's our running back. He can't hold a football. What, what happened? And Ryan like just melted down and unloaded. He's like, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to do it. And what are you talking about? It's like, we were on the ranch and we got this great idea and we threw a, a ski rope over this oak tree and then we tied it to the quad and I told Jordan to hold on. And he's like, I was only going to gas it a little bit. And then it just took off and he shot all the way up and his hands cracked the top of the thing and oh, then he God. fell like 12 feet to the ground. And I'm like, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to walk away. Yeah. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear any of this. I'm just going to just, please, please make better decisions, boys. Make, make better, better decisions. Oh, yeah. You know what the better decision was? <laughs> oh, I'm then sure. instead Loves. of throwing the rope over the tree, they just put it on a, uh, they took the wheels off a skateboard. Mm -hmm. a skimboard. And, and they mm -hmm. used it as a skimboard mm -hmm. and they'd pull each other around the grass. And they call Perfect. it grass boarding. Grass yeah. boarding. No, but yeah. that was, no broken grass boarding hands. was first. Broken and legs. this is second. Oh, yeah. and, then, and then he'd let somebody else, like, somebody else drive the gator because Ryan knew how to drive the gator. He's right. driven since he's been six years old, but somebody else drives the gator. And then Ryan goes, launches off that he's in treatment at the time launches off. And he has like 
a big, huge gash in between his eyes. And I said, what happened to you? He goes, oh, my gun kicked back at me. I totally <laughs> believed it. I believed it. And of course, that story came out in a podcast. And I'm like, he goes, you know that story where he told you it kicked back? No, I actually was driving the Gator and I drove it and Ryan flew off the Gator. Like, oh, yeah. oh my God. He got in trouble by the doctors for that one. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Yeah. I think good. I think Jordan would have some good stories. Yeah, he and does have good stories. Up. That's yeah. true. That's we'll true. We'll have to get him before he heads uh, overseas yeah he's, he's deploying again overseas yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for and sure he's in arizona right now yes yeah. he is, he is. Yes. Okay. he's in arizona yep. but i think he has until november or i don't remember yeah. it's 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 soon he's gonna leave for a couple of years but um i can't thank you guys enough i really can't these were great stories way better than i anticipated and <laughs> what i mean, mean i mean just just because i just don't boring. i yeah. think <laughs> that i know the stories i think i know all of them do you know what i mean and then when they come out they're just they're just so much better than i ever anticipated so i just can't thank you guys well, enough we thank you guys for, because well, yeah he impacted us and it, it's you know the fact that we have these stories and, yeah and how much we love him and how many smiles like yeah we didn't even i think break the seal on the stories that we have you know, totally we could sit no, for I agree. hours I agree. and hours and hours of just all the things that we had seen with him so you know, had we love he you ever guys. talked to you about 17 strong either of you no i don't know i checked my text i don't i don't remember no yeah. i don't think and so. he didn't talk about i begged him to talk about it a couple of times and he's like i don't want to talk about myself i'm like I think not. you had talked to me about it and, i think and i think did you and i had that. kind of kept in communication at that point when towards the end of you know, hey, this yes. is where we're going, what we're thinking about doing. This is Ryan's yes. wishes. And, and I was like, that okay. was the thing is that it wasn't Steve and I that did it in honor of. And I always have to correct people. I'm like, absolutely not. This is not what I would want to be doing. No. But I'm doing it because of his legacy. Yeah. I'm doing it to change people's lives. Right. So um, and I know that Steve and I are meant to do it. And yeah. we are where this is our purpose. And so for us to have people like you guys to spread the word means more to us than we can ever ever imagine and express uh the three boys want to know when we're doing the dunk tank again oh my uh, gosh I yeah love that's them. not happening that but anyways okay. <laughs> did you get in there <laughs> no but um you know if we want to talk about stories my wife thought it would be a cute selfie and i i did dunk uh -oh. tanks in high school okay. okay i think he already knows this story so, so let's just she doesn't listen to, to her husband. <laughs> and I told her, I said, don't get up there. Those platforms do not hold. No, it was, it was tricky. It was duct taped it and was. you had to hold it. You're and, right. Oh, You're totally she's right. fully clothed. And she gets up there. She goes, no, I'm just, it's going to be really quick. I'm just going to take this <laughs> selfie. So she gets her camera. She's sitting and on I have and jeans she, on. Yeah. She gets the camera. And as soon as she stretches her arm out, the platform falls. And, and I fell so in fully clothed. <laughs> And do you think and he took me home to shot. change? He did you'll, not you'll take me home. Out. You're going to dry just exactly, fine. Exactly. You're the one that wanted the stupid selfie. So <laughs> go ahead. Socks, <laughs> shoes, everything. Just in wet jeans, there's nothing worse. Wet yep. jeans. But anyway, like going I to learned Magic my lesson. When you're a kid, you know? Yes. yes. Wet jeans. Learned yep. my lesson. I will so. not do Splash that. Splash Mountain is last on yeah. the list because yep. you're not recovered from yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, but yeah. again, thank you both. Yep. Thank and you thank Thanks you. Uh, it's our pleasure. Thank you to all of our listeners. And yep. um, if you'd like to donate or more information, please visit 17strong.org. And uh, thank you uh, for listening. And remember, attitude is everything. You've been listening to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. 
To be part of the show, make a donation, or request more information, go to 17strong.org. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-E-E-N strong.org.